Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about big midlife mistakes and four secrets to avoid them. Today, we're talking specifically about what you're doing to get in your own way when it comes to being happier in this middle phase of life. The thing is, you're doing it to yourself, which is amazing news, actually, because you can also learn how to stop doing it to yourself. You can stop the mistake train. Okay, so here is the bottom line about making big midlife mistakes. They're so easy to make, and if you're not aware of what's going on, decades will fly by and you will barely notice. And the truth is that making a midlife mistake, it's on you because you're the only one who can make yourself stop doing it. And I see what you're thinking. Well, it's a bummer. I was hoping I could just take another course or read another book. (laughs) Well, you could, but if you do that all of the time, just because it makes you feel like you're doing something like taking action to solve the problem, it may or may not be true. And I know of what I speak. I'm the queen of that sort of thing. And you have to get to the cause of the problem. Why are you making midlife mistakes in the first place? We got to get to the root cause. And as a listener of the Women in the Middle podcast, I think you might have a clue what the root cause is. You're thinking always 24-7. You have some kind of a thought that's leading you to make these big mistakes. So let's take a look. Mistakes in midlife that keep you from happiness. Why? Do you make them? Now notice what comes up in your mind right away. I bet you have a sense that you're making at least one mistake right now. Maybe it's your job that you've been at way too long. Or maybe you know you're getting really frustrated with your mom or your kids or your partner and you don't really want to be that way. That's a mistake. Or maybe you're freaking out a bit about your milestone birthday that's coming up, or that you're as old as you are. That's a mistake. Or maybe that your kids are flying the coop and you have a big giant empty nest to deal with and you don't feel ready. That could be a mistake. It can be scary. It could be super scary. And when you feel fear like this, it can make you just want to curl up under the covers and go back to sleep. Or as a life coach, we like to say, just go back into the cave. That's what your brain really wants to do. Just stay safe. Don't do anything scary. Here's another good one that you might be doing. Maybe you're just waiting for somebody else to tell you what to do or for someone else to just save you. Maybe that handsome prince from Cinderella, right? Maybe he'll save you. Maybe Cinderella has had enough of him and he's available now. (laughs) I, I used to love Cinderella. Did you watch Cinderella every year? Oh my gosh, it was such a big highlight. I know you remember that, Prince. Now, it's time you stopped making mistakes that are creating this for you and keeping you less happy than you want to be. 
So think about that. You heard me correctly. You are doing this to yourself. You're allowing fear to run rampant in your life. And you might not even be aware it's happening and keeping you from being happier. For many of us, becoming more fearful is a common part of aging. This is especially true in regard to change and transition. Go back to that image or idea that popped into your mind when I asked you specifically what big mistake you knew you were making. So now that you're a bit older, you see that you have a bit more time to really adopt a focus on the future, to plan and to dream. And when your future's not on your radar, you're not afraid of it. You're not thinking about it. But in midlife, it's so much more common for it to get on your radar. That's why it's more common to entertain some of these ideas about what you actually want in your life on purpose, and you do it more regularly. And then as you're doing it, you also get this hint, this bit of insight, a little bit of understanding that there aren't as many things in your way as there used to be, right? And you think, okay, that's good news. (laughs) But then that fear bubbles up again. So think about the logic of the whole thing you're probably in a much better place financially than you were 20 years ago. You have more assets, more experience, fewer obligations, more flexibility in general, even with kids, right? Because they're older. But when you first start thinking about it, it's like, no, I can't do it. And then you're like, okay, wait a minute. I can do it. There aren't as many things in the way. But wait, no, I can't do it because all the finances and everything else and the obligations. So... It makes total sense that you slowly, slowly, slowly start to think about what you can actually do. You got to catch yourself trying to squish things down and then allow logic to come back into play and go, oh, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. I actually do have more wiggle room. I actually do have more flexibility. I can entertain these thoughts about what I want in the future. But like I said, It also makes sense that as soon as you let this whisper of possibility into your brain, you're going to squish it right down. (laughs) You're just going to squish it down. There's going to be doubt. There's going to be confusion. There's going to be overwhelm. There's going to be indecision. It's just too scary. So you might find yourself thinking, oh, I'm too old to try that. That'll never work. I could never do that. I'll look dumb. What if I fail? People my age just don't do that. Back in the cave under the covers. Just stop right away. (laughs) So then what typically happens is that you spin out. I know you can relate to this. You just spin out. The thoughts keep coming up and you keep squishing them down and you have a nice little thought loop going there. So if we look at one of them, look at the thought, I'm too old. So notice how that makes you feel. Maybe resigned, perhaps useless, And then what happens is that the way you feel generates your behavior, what you do, or in this case, maybe what you don't do. Because when you feel resigned, you go within. You don't make a change. You don't put yourself out there and risk anything. And then when you don't do anything, then that totally proves that underlying thought that you're too old to try that. Your brain looks for evidence to prove itself true. So that's a thought loop going on in your mind without your permission. You may not even see it, but it's alive and well, creating the results in your world. What if you don't know what you're thinking? Easy, just look around. Now, this is going to sound weird, but seriously, trust me. What you see is a direct reflection of what you're thinking. You can see evidence of this everywhere. 
your job, your weight, your level of exercise, the travel you've done, the travel you haven't done, your bank account. It's all because of what you're thinking. That's what starts the ball rolling of what you do and what you have and what you're experiencing. Your thoughts create your feelings or your emotional state. Your emotions drive your behavior. Sometimes it's your lack of behavior. And that leads to what happens in your life, which always proves your thinking. That's a big fat life loop. (laughs) A life loop. So now this can all be positive or negative and it can be useful or not useful. But when you get into enough of these negative dream stealing thought loops going on in your mind, it can start to feel like you're spinning, that you're a bit off. And for sure, you're probably feeling stuck, maybe unsettled, maybe that you're in a bit of a funk. You might begin to notice that you have this sense of not being content like you used to be, like thinking there really could be more out there for you, but you have no clue how to figure it out and make the change. So you just close it down, stuff it back, squish that dream. We're really good at that (laughs) in no time flat. So what about you? Is being out of sorts like this familiar to you? If it's unfamiliar, it could still be going on, but maybe you don't have it pulled all together yet, right? Maybe you, you haven't really been able to see what's going on. And for me, it, it seemed to take me forever to figure it out. I didn't have the coaching skills at the time, and I had no understanding that the confusion was actually fear. I really didn't understand it. So I want you to think about that. Your funky feeling is probably full of fear. (laughs) My guess is that if you're listening, you're onto yourself and you know that you really have to make some sort of a change or you will likely be making a mistake. You need to focus on your own priorities or you may have regrets. You notice yourself thinking that you're running out of time and all these kinds of thoughts create more fear. So many things to be fearful of. The thing is, when you are not clear on what the problem is, it can be challenging to understand the fear. But something has to be done. You know this deep down, which is why you were able to conjure up a mistake that you were probably making earlier on in the podcast. You probably can't even argue with this realization anymore. (laughs) You know it deep down. So you also know what this means. You have to stop ignoring your needs in order to find happiness and make sure that you don't make a mistake that you'll regret. It's kind of a value that you need to adopt going forward. You have some decisions to make. You can keep waiting for something to happen and respond to it without owning it or taking control. That's the Prince Charming approach to life. (laughs) And then you'll finally be happy. Or you can resign yourself to the idea that nothing will likely change and just accept it. Or there's another option. And it's not for the faint of heart, my friend. You can get to work. And what this means is owning your outcomes, taking charge of your life. You can decide that now is your time and get busy making life changes and finally moving forward with intention, like on purpose. And when you shift your mindset like this, it really will propel you forward. Okay, so how do you do this? You might be thinking. (laughs) Here are the big midlife mistakes and four secrets to avoid them. Mistake number one, be lackadaisical about regret-proofing your life. I just got to say lackadaisical. I don't even know what to do with myself. I love that word. (laughs) 
try to work it in to your conversations more often. Okay, seriously, you have to make an effort not to have regrets. You have to actually be aware of what's going on in your brain when it comes to the regrets you really, 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 really don't want to have. So be honest with yourself. This means actually identify the regrets you're most worried about. Then here's the secret. Make a decision that you don't want to have this regret. This can sound kind of weird because it seems so obvious, but it's an important first step to making important changes. It means that you need to take responsibility for the results in your life and that you stop simply responding to what life dishes out, to what happens to you. Just winging it won't work. You have to be clear about what you want and then go out of your way to make it happen. Mistake number two, ignore the wisdom of your future self. This is a mistake because it's easy to just act and do based on what you think now. You probably don't automatically consider how what you do now relates to what will happen in your future, perhaps even years from now. The cool thing about thinking about your future self is that you can imagine her and learn from her. It's kind of like working backwards. You imagine yourself where you want to be in the future in terms of your goals, and then think about what you would need to know to create that outcome. Here's the secret. You have to seek guidance from your future self. You actually ask your imaginary future self what insights would be useful to you now to help you get there. Your future self has inner wisdom that will help you make decisions and find courage now. And it's funny, just by putting it in this context, it's easier for you to access your brilliant self. Here's how you do it. You just simply ask, how would my future self help me make this decision? What does my future self know about me to help guide me now? Those kind of questions will totally help you have an important chat with your future self. Mistake number three, be at the effect of fear. Let's face it, it's common to feel fear when you're thinking about change. You might even give fear more power than it deserves. Fear is an emotion, though, just like any other emotion, and emotions come from your thinking. So when you feel fear, you're thinking a thought that is creating fear. Thoughts and feelings are connected. The mistake is to forget that fear about change is optional. Here's the secret. Be curious about fear. Remember that you have options. Fear about change is actually optional. You can be happier, but your current thinking is creating fear. So you can be at the effect of your fear, which means you notice it and accept it as the way it is, or you can acknowledge your fear without letting it affect you the way it normally does. For example, you could be curious about it. You do this by noticing it and then pausing to ask yourself more questions about why you're thinking this way, what else you could think, what you're making it mean. You could feel fear and make the change anyway. Mistake number four, think that you're running out of time. It's true. You don't know exactly how much time you have left. It's totally a midlife thing to hit this age and stage and then start to think that it was better when you were younger and that you used to have more time. So when you get older, 
You technically do have less time remaining, but the problem is to think that you don't have enough time. Notice how thinking that thought, I don't have enough time, makes you feel. Maybe old, panicked, maybe defeated, sad, or even resigned. And those aren't the feelings you need to feel to move forward and do new things so that you're happier. Making a choice to think that you're running out of time to do the things you really want to do is one of those thoughts that doesn't serve you. So here's the secret. Decide that you do have enough time to do what you want. You can practice thinking that you have enough time. It's a thought that's optional and it can be yours. I'm giving it to you. Here it is. (laughs) This slight shift in the way you think will help you focus on what you can do instead of what you can't do and can actually change your life and you can be happier. The bottom line is that you can manage the likelihood that you will make these big mistakes. Being more intentional and regret-proofing your life in these areas is a gift that you can give yourself. And you know what? I got it from an excellent source that you actually deserve to be happy. All right. As you know, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck and live your best life because there is way more fun to be had. If you want to finally focus on getting unstuck, like step on the gas already, there's no better mechanism, no better way when you know you're meant for more like this and you're wasting valuable time than to move forward with a community of women just like you. I would love to be able to help you get unstuck and create your exciting next chapter. I want to invite you to apply to the Women in the Middle Academy. It's a six-month coaching program where you get all the support you need to apply what you're learning here in the podcast, but more importantly, you get expert coaching, curriculum, and a community to get clear about what you want so that you don't have regrets. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. Go ahead and apply. Just fill out the quick and easy application when you book your momentum call, and we'll have a quick chat. Head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and you'll see the episodes there. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.